1: And this is Mark Vila, and today we're going to talk about uh, Etsy. Uh, should you should you move your store off Etsy? What are alternatives to Etsy? Um, all about some Etsy store stuff because we we talk about this a lot, and it recently popped up in the news.
0: Yeah, we um, you know a lot of our customers buy for Etsy. Shoot, not just our small customers either. We've got somebody that purchased a fifty or sixty thousand dollar UV printer to make uh, wooden signs. That they'd been hand painting, and uh, their business like quadrupled over the next six months because their capacity did. So Etsy is not just for small s- sellers, even though that's how it started out. If you are not on Etsy right now, um, when they first started, it was strictly kind of a uh, a maker space. So people that made their own goods in small quantities would have a great kind of social place to sell online, um, and it was a big hit. And just recently, it hit my my news feed, that there was a a little bit of a uh, hubbub uh, because they raised their their fees. And the way that a lot of these platforms work, almost any platform works, is you either, either pay by the month, you pay a percentage of sales, you pay by listing, or you do one or all of them together. And just this this latest increase from five percent of sales to six and a half percent kind of struck a chord with a lot of Etsy sellers. So this question came up: I mean, is it time to is it time to bail? Is it time to move away from Etsy? Um, is it worth it? Uh, that's what we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, and uh, if anybody from uh, if like some Etsy CEO, corporate C suite types are listening, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of Etsy. I think it's a great platform. This isn't a, okay. bash, a bash. That's good. I
0: Etsy like that. That platform. little CYA. A little CYA. <laughs> no, but it's,
1: it's definitely not a bash Etsy podcast. And uh, I think it's about the right answer. And the folks over at um, Etsy, I'm confident are just like the folks over at uh, Amazon and eBay and other places where where people sell is they have a core group of people that buy and sell there. And those are the people who really do well, and they want to expand on that audience and get more people. But just some stores just don't work on these platforms for various reasons. Right there's like some of the customization stuff. Just Amazon is just not really fulfilling. Amazon through custom stuff is not really big at what they do. That's not what it's known for. You know, we're Etsy right. for that, right? So that's a good. Point. Um, yeah. So why don't we jump into a few things? See, we're going to talk about today. Where where do we where do we start? How do we want to start this off?
0: So so first, what I'd like to do is start with some math. Um, I think we should do a little react. I, I don't want to call it a reality check. That sounds sounds a little harsh. <laughs> okay. um, but what I want to do is, we've done some episodes recently on uh, ROI on the podcast, and we just recently finished a sample job: digital heat effects, sixteen t-shirts um and we dug way into the granular levels of roi on producing a a 16 shirt order you know how much it costs to make how much are the uh, blank t-shirts what are the transfer costs how much is a toner what's a percentage of fuser you know what can you sell it for all this stuff we got really in depth in the in the video that hannah did in the article that's coming and uh and this really reminds me of that because if you're selling on Etsy, you're going to take all those ROI numbers, and part of your cost of sale is going to be, you know, uh, now it used to be five percent, now it's going to be six and a half percent of sales, and that sounds like a big number. Uh, but I mean, we were doing some math, Mark, right before uh, the the podcast, and I'll just pull up my calculator again. Okay. Uh, well, actually, let me ask you,
1: uh, sure.
0: Mark Vila, all right, what all right. do you think the Uh, a typical Etsy seller makes in a month? What do you think their revenues are?
1: The typical- Google
0: it. Google it real quick and pretend you just knew it it
1: off the top. Because I feel like, I mean, this has got to be one of those places where, you know, the 1% make 90% of the revenue and most people sell nothing. Yes. So- what does the average Etsy seller make a month? This is, let's gonna, see if we have this. If the, I'm going to guess $8,000. Wow. Okay. Well, at the median, yes. shop owners brought $537 in a month or $518 after Etsy fees. This so $518. To, yeah. This is according to a website I've never heard before. So I'm going to take that as, as fact. Okay. Okay. So,
0: so, so in that case, let's use a number that's more interesting. Okay. Okay. Let's say that you make $10,000 a month on Etsy. You're selling custom t-shirts or you're selling custom signs, or um, you're doing other wonderful things and you're making 10 grand a month on Etsy and $10,000 a month times the, the fee went from 5% to six and a half percent. So we're going to mul- multiply that 10,000 by 1.5%. And we come up with $150 a month. So okay. e- even, even a, so do you understand like they were already paying uh, 10,
1: sorry. 5%, right? Yep. It, 500 bucks a month. Okay, they're spending. So if you're making $10,000 a month, 're you're, yep. you're giving Etsy five hundred of that before. yeah now you, now you're going to give them six fifty. that right. by the way, this isn't like you still pay a credit card fee and such. Oh, yeah. this is just like your Etsy store fee.
0: Yeah, this isn't okay. the only fee by any means. There's all kinds of other things that um, that you end up with
1: yeah and and um, so so when it talks about the price increase, you know, I will say that um when it comes to that number. $10,000 in revenue, you're going from 500 to 150. I mean, it's not zero dollars, but um, it's not something that is necessarily breaking your store.
0: Yeah, so this is kind of uh, where that individual choice comes in and how you view your expenses. You know, for example, my, uh, my wife, who's eavesdropping on the podcast right now, um, would consider that extra 150 bucks completely unacceptable. Okay. Right. right. Because Mm -hmm. we're we're not, they're not increasing their service level. Right. They're not saying, Hey, we're going to charge you an extra one and a half percent, an extra 150 bucks a month if you're selling 10,000. But look what we're going to do for you. We're also, you know, we're increasing our service level. No, it's just like our expenses went up. Um, So uh, someday we may want to do some more stuff for you guys. We're going to charge you an extra one and a half percent. Okay. So that's not necessarily the way they characterized it. But if you are someone that pays more attention to the expenses um, than the average seller, then this is going to absolutely drive you crazy. <laughs> um, if you're making 10 grand a month and you're not worried about that 150 bucks, you may not have even notice the increase.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's absolutely true. We sell uh, at, at Koldesi, um in our supply store, we sell stuff, right? Obviously. And, <laughs> and uh some of those things are like cones of thread or bags of rhinestone that are like $5 products, we'll just say. And um, prices aren't stagnant on things in the world. Prices change all the time. And uh, we've had a price increase on thread um, that was uh, some time ago, you know, some time ago, but it was not much change, quarter, 10 cents, you know? Um, And uh, a lot of people just, just accepted because that's the way business goes sometimes. Didn't even notice. Change. Didn't right? notice because our, our prices went up. You know, I mean, that's the way that it goes because the factory's prices went up, you know, yep. and and because of the cost of their raw materials went up, you know, so that's how kind of how things flow. And most people didn't notice, didn't care because uh, in reality, if you're pen- spending $5 for a Kona thread or $5.15 um, and you're putting that, using that one Kona thread to go on 100 Left chest logos. It makes yeah. relatively no difference to your business. No difference. That, that dime, right? right. Um, now, uh, so some that was a whole group of folks. There were, there's a small percentage of people that obsessed over it. Yeah. The last time it cost me fifteen dollars to boss to buy thread. This time it cost me almost sixteen dollars yeah. or whatever the number was. And that
0: just launches them off into the internet to spend three days looking for fifteen dollar and ten cent codes cones of thread. Yeah. Right. So and not because they can't afford the extra money or that it's germane to the success of their business, but because they have that fixed price in mind. Like, this is what I should be paying. This is what I've always paid.
1: And there's been a change. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot in the Etsy crowd. Sure. Well, you know, what's an annoying thing, too, about doing business in general um, is it's not just the hundred and uh, it's not just the one and a half percent increase in uh, that Etsy has. But it's also um, the cost of my raw material went up. The cost of whatever I use to right. you know, if I paint stuff, the cost of my paint brushes went up, you know, the cost of this went up. And I just, I was selling stuff for 20 bucks a piece before and I don't know if uh, I just don't really know if my customers want to pay 25. And I think that if I want to stay in business, that's where I have to be. And this is just another tick. Yeah. And that notch of me not being able to sell the product for that, what I sold it for a year or two ago. And, uh, and I've got concerns about whether I'm going to continue to be in business. I think that that, that is, that's a real feeling.
0: Yeah. Especially, mm-hmm. uh, every time you go and pump gas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you Dry, get your driving you wherever you're going. Close by. By. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, but I think that that probably caused a lot of people to find this podcast, you know, is, is, You know, we picked the title on purpose Etsy Alternatives. Should I move my store off Etsy? um, Is a hot topic right now because of all those people that were inspired by this fee increase to Mm. just pay more attention and to take a look at um, not only what the deal is to have an Etsy store, which still seems pretty reasonable to me, um, but is there a better deal out there? Can I get better service? Can I get more customers? Can I do business for less
1: um, if I move my site to another platform? Sure. And and I I'll say out of the gate, there's has to be copycat organizations that um, are just like Etsy that exist out there. Sure. I don't know what any of them are, and your customers don't necessarily either. That doesn't mean that there's not money to be made there, but yeah. Um, that that I think maybe moves into the next topic on. Uh, I think we should talk about why you chose Etsy in the first place we, yeah, can, we, which, we kind of went over a little bit, but we should just be clear i mean i mean you just
0: you just said why most people choose Etsy is because everyone knows what it is i didn't mm-hmm. we didn't have to explain what Etsy was yeah, you know, I don't have to explain what eBay or Amazon are. Yeah. you know Etsy is a it's an online shopping brand name with huge name recognition and, um, hundreds of thousands of people that shop on it on a regular basis. That's going to be my guess. I mean, you know, there, there, there are people there all the time. So when you say reason number one, that mm-hmm. maybe you had my store on it, got
1: a store on Etsy is, um, because it's Etsy. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and it's becomes of what do you, you're, you, you're considering what you sell you sell yep. uh, monogram pillowcases and maybe uh, whether you came to the conclusion on your own or not but if you go to a group full of people you're at a little dinner party and you say i'm actually thinking about selling those monogram pillowcases i make online if you're at a small dinner party at least one person is going to say etsy yeah because that's, right. that's where you know to go to get a personalized thing that's very much part of their brand that's what a lot of people know and and i've um being in the industry that we're in, um, all the time, I get people that will say to me, "Oh, okay. A lot of your customers probably sell on Etsy." Yes, you know, or or oh, do you sell to Etsy? And I'm just like, you just have no clue how the world works, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so it's it's just a well known thing and it's out there. So that's why you probably brought your store to Etsy, is you recognize that um, what I sell seems to be something that what people go to Etsy to buy. Yep generally and, speaking and,
0: and I'll also say it's a beautiful site you know yeah. i mean it, it's it's put together beautifully there i have no you know if you are looking if i were going to model a uh, a craft or personalized products marketplace then etsy is what i would choose
1: to copy completely yeah i mean right? there's a, a lot of great stuff here i see custom books custom mugs uh yep custom ring holders, little uh, little doll with uh, maybe some custom embroidery or something like that on it, a wallet. You know, there's just a ton. I mean, um, and then there's even just custom made furniture. I mean, there's all types of interesting things on here. So what happens is, is you, um, why you went to Etsy more than likely is um, <coughs> you had a product that you wanted to sell online you didn't want to dump a bunch of money into building a website and getting people to come to the website. right? So you went to Etsy because you had a, a credit card you can put in there and they were going to charge you 20 cents to get started. Yes. So for 20 cents, you got started and they said, uh, well, we're going to charge you uh, 5% to, to sell plus 20 cents. And then we're going to charge you a credit, c- the credit card company is going to charge you a fee, which will just will come out of your Etsy invoice as well. Um, and then now you can sell online. Um, and while you're at it, people are coming here to look for products like yours and they will search for products like yours. And we also give you a way that if you choose to pay more money, your products can be at the top of that list. So, I mean, how wonderful is that for a really small business to be able to get started I mean there there's
0: there are very few ways that somebody working out of their back bedroom quilting can get into business in 20 minutes.
1: For for almost nothing, really. For almost Just, nothing. Yeah. Because now, you don't pay until you don't pay until you sell something. Well, right. you think you pay 20 cents, I believe, if I'm correct.
0: You pay um, let's see. 25 cents a transaction, 20 cents per listing.
1: Or listing. So it's cost right. you 20 cents to get started basically. It's so free. that's very cool. Um, so that's why you went to Etsy in the first place. Now, um, now there's, I, I think in our notes here, Mark, I've got some things out of order. I, I really think the question is um, who, who should maybe, who should consider moving from Etsy? Okay. I like and that. then if you determine that you're on this list, or, uh, or you want to know what, how to get to that list of the people who should maybe move out one day because you'd like to. Uh, a lot of people consider they'd like to outgrow at sea is 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 a, another thing too. Right, it's um, a thing that people consider. Then we can kind of talk about what that looks like, what that means, who might that be, and then afterwards we'll talk about uh, the different options of selling online and about how much those cost, And maybe we can take that $10,000 number, Mark, and- And work it a few different ways. And then then we'll talk about, um, since you're not in the Etsy marketplace, how do you get business if you're not in there?
0: Okay, so So, um, I would say that, you know, who should move from Etsy? Uh, If you haven't been successful on the platform, Um, In other words, like, you know, if you've been uh, a lot of people have unsuccessful Etsy stores, it's just part of business. Not everybody makes it. They don't pay attention. They're not uh, working. Etsy is a platform also that it's better the more that you work it. So um, if you're not participating on a regular basis, it's just sitting there, maybe it's not doing anything for you. Maybe this price increase is just a a little little bit of a, a wake up call and a reminder that there are other things out there. So if you're not getting any sales on Etsy anyway, then stop paying any of the fees and just move off of it because there's no downside. You know, if you're, if your sales are subpar or non-existent, if you're on Etsy, then just, you know, you can just close that up and look at the
1: alternatives. Maybe you'll be successful on another platform. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 an that's an it's a different way than I was thinking about it. Okay, (laughs) you know, um, but if you're not being successful on Etsy, then I would strongly consider um, what type of work are you putting in to be successful? Do you have a viable product that's priced well? And are you using any of the platform's tools to be able to be found? Right. Because that's that's why people would buy your things. Um, They don't buy it because they don't like the pictures of it. They don't like the price of it. They can't they're not finding it. Um, or nobody is really looking or shopping for that product because it's so unique, right? Right.
0: On may, they're not looking on Etsy, but or they they're may, not looking they may on Etsy. Looking
1: on on another platform. It may be you looking know? on another platform. Sure, absolutely. And and one of the things is um, that I was considering about is I have a uh, an interesting like retro video game collection behind me. Okay. And I needed some parts for it for uh, an old Super Nintendo needed a part for it it, to be able to fix it, to get it working again. I didn't think, I didn't want to go to Etsy for that. I didn't even think of going there, right? So, so, so where do you, what
0: what I heard you just say is there are not that many Uber nerds
1: that shop on Etsy. (laughs) Well, I think really it's just, if you need a, an old electronic used part. Yeah. I, that's probably not where people are going. So, so I mean, yeah, like look. yeah, but Let's go you... with that.
0: I mean, if you're looking for a you know a biker jacket, maybe maybe not. You don't go to Etsy. Okay. You know, Etsy has a demographic, and my my comment about Uber nerd is that that's not it. You know, if you just call up a picture of what you think a typical Etsy shopper might be, you're probably correct, not completely correct. You know, because there's definitely outliers, but you know, someone that is looking for more for craft items or for customized items, you know, the, um, the buyer for Tampa electric is not looking for, for custom polos on Etsy. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
0: the, uh, the guy running a, a tire shop is not looking for things to give to his customers on Etsy. Probably not. Right. So, so probably now where might they look?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they might go to eBay.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's where I got my stuff and that's kind of where I was leading. There, with there you go. You know, there I you mean, go. but, but it's not a personalized item, you know, right. it's, it's a used electronic, you know, and I figured where could I find used electronics easily on the internet, eBay. Right. Um, uh, saying that, saying, going a little further from what you said there, I mean, if you just go to Etsy's homepage and just look at the entire homepage, yep. um, and you look at all the pictures and all the categories it very well uh leans towards a certain type of person i'm not saying who that person is necessarily but it's definitely there's a lot of theme you know we've got necklaces gift baskets linen clothing um on sale it's a picture of a ring yep uh we've got a gift basket with some succulents in it uh I mean, right off the there, gate. There's a
0: pink baby girl gift. There's yeah. matching um,
1: pajamas. Two two candles hugging. If you haven't figured it out yet, I mean, I, I've bought none of these things. Ever. <laughs> right. I mean, so, so I'm not yeah. the demographic. Makes for, sense. Right? Um, now that, but I have bought off Etsy before. Right. right. So, I mean, that, but it's a rare thing. So, so kind of going back from there, you know, what you had said, Mark, you know, is if you're, you could be selling a product that just doesn't move here on very well. It doesn't fit into that demographic of folks who would like that stuff. So that's, that's, it's all an interesting point. Um, but when we're talking about if you should move from Etsy or not, so you've covered kind of unsuccessful. Yes. Right. Unsuccessful is two things. You're not you're doing, putting the work in or using a platform. Right. And you do sell boxes, with succulent gift sets, right? Then you're just not right. doing it. You're not doing it right or better than other folks. Um, or you're selling products out there that folks just don't buy on there. Now there is a personalized wallet I'm looking on here. Um, but this is a gift for like dad. Yep. Cause dad didn't go here to buy it probably. Right. Just based on how their website looks and based on the people that I know that shop there and things like that. Um, it's so all it's just, But further from that, um, there's another side of, if you're considering moving from Etsy and that's how you get your business. So if you are, um, if you are hustling online, social media, you've got followers, you're commenting on things, you're going to forums, you're going to, you know, uh, Anywhere, Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you're hustling and you're making stuff and you're referring people to your Etsy store to shop and you look at your stats and kind of how you're getting your business. And if it doesn't appear you're getting much organic Etsy traffic, meaning people are going to Etsy, searching for thank you boxes and finding your product and buying it, but instead, people are following the link because they saw you on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook right. um, and buying that way, then you're just, Etsy is your online store. It's not where you're generating your business. And, and that, that, that's an important point because now those expenses look different. The expenses do look different. That's a great way. Um, now the other is, uh, could be, is if you have a, a somewhat recognizable brand, And it doesn't have to be huge. It could be very, very small. But if you sell a particular um, type of gift box, you know, um, you know, Joanne's gift boxes, something like that, and you actually have like some people searching for you online, you know, and and it could be relatively small, but you're getting business because people. See your product in someone's house, say, I want to buy that for my mom too. And yep. then they Google search it and they find your Etsy store and buy it from there. You know, you're generating business another way that isn't necessarily because of Etsy. Right. So, should you stay at an Etsy? Is if you're getting business, in my opinion, if you're yep. getting business from Etsy because of Etsy successfully then uh, the cost of business just goes up in general online. And uh, unless you have a plan of selling differently, mm-hmm. the, it, it's good for you. This is how you make your money. Yep. You're, you're utilizing the platform in the right way. So um, I'm going to
0: add one more thing, one more reason that you might want to move from Etsy is um, if you are planning investing tons of money. You know, So you mentioned putting in the work on another outside the platform or becoming kind of the household name, you get name recognition and now people are searching for you. Um, It could be that you're ready to get to the next level and you're going to be investing in paid ads, or you're going to be hiring someone to go out and physically sell your product, or you're Mm. going to add it to a promotional products catalog. And so now, again, you have other sources that you're actually writing a check for. And all Etsy is, again, is your store and you're paying fees and not getting all the benefits that everyone else on the platform is. And you could easily switch that business from the catalog or from your paid ads or from your salesperson's efforts over to any other platform independent of Etsy, and it would not impact your sales.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a good point. That's a, that's a great point is that if, if, so I guess point being is if, if your business can be generated independent of Etsy, uh, then, then you can actually save money and do more market better for yourself. Yes. Uh, because, you know, uh, we use, uh, I'll give an example of this just to explain it a little better. We use YouTube and we get a lot of business from YouTube Mm by putting videos on YouTube, telling people how to do things, helping them and guiding them to our store where you can buy the products. Yep. Right. Uh, We also have um, training videos and other educational content that's specifically for our customers, for people who have chose to purchase equipment from us. Well, we don't put those videos on YouTube because we know that when somebody goes to YouTube, YouTube is gonna show them 40 other videos related to that. And most of those are not gonna be ours.
0: Right, so what you're saying is, is that, you know, we have like a how to use, how to do X, Y, Z with an Avance embroidery machine that's meant for training. Uh huh. We won't put that on YouTube because somebody is going to, to one of our customers is gonna go there and look look at that and they're gonna see, eight other videos for different embroidery machines, different thread, different stuff that we, that we sell that other people are selling.
1: Yes, yeah. so, so you, right, right there will be an advertisement or an advertisement potentially to someone yep. else's ad. Um, so if you are hustling for business, whatever that means, right? Whether you're physically doing the work or you're paying someone to do the work or you're paying for ads, you're hustling to get business and you send them to an Etsy store, you're sending them to a place where right next to your product is going to be a competitive product being advertised.
0: That's a great point.
1: And uh, that's that's tough. It's tougher to get work because a percentage of those people won't buy from you. They were relatively ready to buy from you right to a degree because they clicked on the link wherever it was they saw yeah. uh, they saw something on tiktok they saw the words you told them hey, find me on etsy search up thinking of you you know gifts and they went there and they searched for that and they found your product and they found a bunch of competition and they were considering buying your pack until they saw a similar pack for 10 bucks less with free shipping yeah. And then they went for that one or, or they just saw one that they liked better. Oh, wow. This one's actually 10 bucks more, but look how much more it comes with. And you don't offer that product.
0: You know, you know, it's, it's funny. It's actually mm. kind of one of the many reasons that you don't see cold SC at many trade shows is because if you, if you, and you, you guys are in the same situation. If you make custom t-shirts, um, would you go sell custom t-shirts at a custom t-shirt selling event? With 10 other vendors that do what you do or would you go to one that has nothing to do with your product lot, with your competitors you know so yeah, well, if you go to a trade show then you know you are inviting people to see your competitors along with you you're kind of doing that whenever you send somebody to your etsy store
1: yeah and i, and I think further to explain that a little bit deeper would be um if you are out there hustling your t-shirt event and telling people to come see you, so yes. you're actually generating foot traffic. You're marketing, again, right. You're generating foot traffic to come see you. They might not even, so get they came booth. because of you. They might yeah. not even get to your booth before they spent the hundred bucks that they were planning on spending that day. And they turn around and left um, compared to if you um, told them to go to your store or go online. Yep. So exactly uh, I, I think that, I think everyone, should be able to get get that pretty well now. Um, so what now that you kind of understand if your store is potentially good for on or off Etsy, which is just, you're not successful, it's the wrong platform, or, uh, you're doing all the hustling and you're not getting any of the Etsy benefits, then maybe, maybe you should move. If you're getting all the Etsy benefits and they raised your fee a little bit, but they promise that one day in the future, they're going to do more stuff that will help you. Then, um, that's your business, right? That's yeah. how you're getting business. You're uh, making you these decisions. If you don't like that, then you can change how you're going to do business. And we could discuss that later on. But for now, that's your business. And, and if it's still successful, then um, be, be, be happy to a degree you're working with a platform that wants to make itself better. Yeah. Um. Uh. And and that's what they want to do. They want to use this money. I would imagine to increase their reach, increase the size of their store, increase the platform, maybe become a place more like eBay. I don't know what their future is. Right. Right. Um. So, uh, saying that, let's go ahead and talk about what does it cost to open up your own store. Was that a good yeah. place to go next? Yeah.
0: And and it's not just because now you're talking about not just. You're talking about two different things, right? You're talking about replacing the functionality of Etsy. Mm-hmm. And then any additional costs you might incur um, getting the traffic that Etsy would otherwise provide just by being Etsy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So, so nuts and bolts first, maybe we can talk about alternative platforms, e-commerce platforms where you can sell your stuff provided you set it all up. And we'll take a look at the fees,
1: Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So um, what does it cost to open up an online store? That's kind of the question. And, and we'll go through kind of the big, uh, the big ones that people talk about and, and what that costs. And we can just kind of run through some of these fees because um, uh, a lot of folks don't necessarily know what it costs. And, and we're going to go ahead and there's, there's really two answers to this. And there's uh, a really long answer that I'm going to answer in a really short way to start. And then, uh, and then we'll talk about all the really common ways that people do. I didn't write this down, Mark, by the way. So, this is that's a, okay. Is no prize. <laughs> so, if you would like to, you, if you're on Etsy, I'm making an assumption that you are good with the whole DIY thing. You probably went to Etsy, made your own listing, took your own pictures, or had a friend take pictures for you. You posted it on, you did it all yourself. So that's an assumption I'm making. Um, Now, maybe you didn't, or maybe you no longer want to do that. So you decide to go out there and find somebody who builds e-commerce stores, okay? Um, No matter what platform they put it on, you're not gonna spend anything less than, I mean, on the super cheapest end, if you got somebody who does it out of their, Parents' house, thousand bucks, or overseas, maybe. That's what I was thinking. Like lowest possible. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's probably not going to be that great. It's not going to be integrated that much with stuff. Uh, once you get into like I don't know three five thousand ish, you start getting into probably something that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's probably a pretty good range for a bunch of startups, and then anything over five thousand up to forever. <laughs> 5 right. million, you know, um, but um, is where the rest goes. And that depends on how much customization you want to do and and different add-ins and tie-ons and, and, and all types of stuff that you'd like to do.
0: Yeah. And, and so, so let me, let me just, let me just chime in here. So the, this is something, these are all things when you sign up for your Etsy store, these are pretty much things that are already done for you. You're going to pick a template. You're going to load in your products. If you took good pictures you know, um, you've got the basics done. So that's what Mark is talking about for the thousand dollars or somewhere around there. You're going to get the basics done. You're going to get the ability to do those things, to put your products online, have it look decent. Um, Mark has much more um, an optimistic uh, thought about you guys that you did a good job. So I want to just differentiate differentiate Mm. that. Just because you could upload a picture and put a price and, and write down the word that your product was does not mean that you did a good job. So the, the Etsy platform um, takes, takes over, takes some of that pressure off you for you know, a little bit, doing all the right keywords and doing image optimization and speed optimization and, and a lot of the technical and SEO stuff that will bring somebody to your product. So you're much more likely, I think, to accomplish those things even if you're not good at it on Etsy, then you are trying to replicate that yourself, even if you
1: did it yourself on Etsy on another platform. Sure, sure. And and um, as we walk through some of these platforms, I'm um, specifically, I, I targeted ones that that I would consider to be closest to that type of environment. Consumer friendly. Consumer friendly, startup friendly, yep. um, somebody who is going to D- DIY friendly. Okay. okay, so um, you know, start off with Shopify. It's one of the biggest ones out there now. Um, they do kind of a lot of that for you. They make sure they will tell you this is, the, when you want to upload an image, this is the size it should be. So they're yep. going to lock in parameters to make sure that you are doing things that fit within the box. Yep. Um, and it's a popular platform. And, and if you're generating your own business through puzzling and whatever way it is, and you can open up a Shopify store for a monthly payment, uh, a little bit more than you would spend um, to get started on Etsy. What did we say? It was like 20 cents. So this is like, yeah, 30, right. like 30 bucks. Relatively, I mean, it's coffee money. You know, it's not a lot of money. Um, now their their monthly fee it's you're going to pay a monthly fee for, for most everything we're talking about afterwards and and their, yep. they start at about 30 they go up to about 300 um, i read a lot of the statistics most startups are probably going to be 30 or 80 bucks a month okay um, it depends on how much control you'd like if you want to have like some reports to look at what's selling um, or a little more freedom you're going to pay a little more money for that but you can get started for 30 bucks a month. And if you are selling four or five products, 10 products, and you are selling them through social media or Facebook groups or through literally in-person hustling, going places, telling people to buy your stuff, um, for 30 bucks a month, you could just refer people there and you'd pay 30 bucks a month plus, uh, let's just say, roughly 3% in credit card fee. Okay. That's, by the way, this is all out as of the date the, po- the podcast was uploaded or the right. date the notes were written, which is mid-April, 2022. Um, so in the 10-year future, somebody listening to this. You're the crazy. AI, <laughs> the AI bots have taken control of everything. <laughs> and right. thank, be thankful you're allowed to listen to this podcast. But um, a- anyway, for the, but this is probably all going to be relatively the same, I would guess, for all of the next year or two, pretty close to this stuff. Um, yeah. This stuff usually doesn't change drastically.
0: So, so let's just take a a quick look at that. If you were in the, if you were the bigger store, you're in the $10,000 a month range, you know, and you're paying to shot to Etsy that six and a half percent fee, you're at 650
1: bucks a month. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, With Shopify and plus 25 cents a transaction. You did six and a half percent plus 3% plus 25 cents.
0: No, I just did the math on the six hundred and fifty dollars is sixty five is six and a half percent. Okay, but you're also for every transaction, however many transactions that adds adds up to, you're going to pay twenty five cents a transaction mm-hmm. um, on Etsy, and um, and there's another fee in there.
1: There's a credit card fee. Credit card fee, which is going to be variable. Yeah, relatively three percent on, on Etsy as well.
0: So with oh. Shopify, you're you're going to be relatively significantly ahead. I mean, you'll spend a little bit more per instance per transaction fee of 30 cents, but you know, at that 30 bucks a month, you know, maybe let's say it's a hundred bucks a month. That's a lot better than the 650.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're so relatively speaking, they're kind of just comparing or apple, apple to orange, apple to apple, whatever comparison it would be. If you're, if you're doing all the hustling and you're not doing a Ton of sales, but you're doing a reasonable amount of sales a month. You're doing, you know, six six figures a year in sales. Your Etsy fee could be five, six hundred bucks a month, and your Shopify fee might be uh, thirty or a hundred. Yep. And then both of them, you're going to pay a credit card fee, right? Which so, is real
0: money. You're talking about five or six thousand dollars a year
1: at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's a good amount of money, but you're you're really not going to get away from that anywhere unless you're in cash business. Yep. <laughs> um. So. That's a big difference right there for you, you know. Um next, we'll go down big commerce is another one that's that's um, out there. Their fees are pretty much exactly the same within points percentage, you know, almost exactly the same. Um, and they're gonna do the same thing. They're gonna offer you a nice simple startup plan, uh, a simple to build out website. you pick a theme, you fit within that theme just like you do on Etsy. You fill out all the blanks. And then you hit go, and the store is live, right? And they're going to charge you like thirty or three hundred bucks a month to run that store, somewhere in that range. Um, and if you're selling ten thousand dollars a month, you've cut your costs by less than one third.
0: Yeah, and you yeah. will pay like uh, you've you've written down here a forty-nine cent transaction fee.
1: They put so they they're going to charge a little bit less in the percent, a little bit more in the transaction, and that's how kind of all of them are. Um, it's. Uh, You know, it's like getting a mortgage or a car loan too. you know, your interest rate was 4%, but they charged you a $3,000 fee. And the next guy charges you three and a half percent, but he charges you a $5,000 fee. Everybody makes their money. Yes. Everyone makes their money. Uh, If the shipping is free, the product costs more, you know? Um, So, so that's kind of what you're looking at with, with big commerce. So about 30 to 300 to run it about two and two to 2.59% for a credit card and a 49%. 49 cent per transaction fee every time they use a credit card, which they did cause they bought online. So the, and the next one is Wix,
0: which I had my mm-hmm. first, um, first experience looking behind the scenes of a Wix e-commerce site recently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it would look pretty easy to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh very I, attractive. Have a, I have a friend that runs one and I've been in the back end of that a lot. Um, and, uh, the Wix platform is similar. Theirs is, uh, They, uh, their platform is, um, it's pretty cool as like a little marketing hub, you know? Mm -hmm. So they do like a lot of things within it to help you market within the platform. And their fee is, um, uh, right now it's 27 to 60 bucks a month, 2.9% for the credit card fee and 30 cents for the transaction. So again, we're going to, if you're doing all the hustling and you have the top of the line Wix site to sell. It's costing you sixty bucks a month compared to maybe six hundred, yeah, or more. We're using that ten thousand number. That's a big. That's now. a big difference.
0: Now, yeah. also, you know, all of these have their own little plugins that they offer for different features and different product features and upgrades and things like that. So, you know, the vanilla sites, you know, the basics may start the same, but the directions you may and can grow might be a little bit different for platform as well. Yep. So, so just saying there's a, there's a reason you might choose one over another independent of just, man, Wix only charges me 27 bucks a month. I'm going to go there. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a little bit more to it.
1: I would just, uh, if you're looking at this, honestly, you just go to their websites, look at them, fig talk, go with the one that speaks to you. Yeah. We're not making a recommendation. Nope. Or go to the one that uh, you have a friend who also does it, who's willing to help you learn with it. Or whatever that might be, uh, the the, the two point five nine versus 2.9, 30 cents versus forty nine cents. The math is going to work out and <laughs> not matter that yeah. much. Um, but really, it's a matter of you being successful on the platform. But so, I will say,
0: you know, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned the math again, and then I'm going to beat up eBay in just a second. Um, sure, okay.
1: The,
0: um, you mentioned mentioned the math. You know, if you're in that, you know, if you're really selling, you know, I mentioned, you know, saving five thousand dollars in fees. You know, between a Shopify, for example, and an Etsy store, yeah, you know, I mean that's five thousand that you could invest in marketing. You know, so so maybe that's something that you can put into. You could put that into either category. You may look at that five thousand dollars and say, I get, I get. With Etsy store, I'm having some success. I don't have to worry about any of that. You know, with these sto- with these other stores, you're going to have to drive your own traffic one way or the other. Maybe that. Maybe you can take that five thousand dollars and do that.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. As the money can be, uh, the the money can be used differently if you want to re- operate more independently. Yep, it's a good point. Um, so we talked about Etsy already. That's on our list here. Um, currently, mm-hmm. it's twenty cents a listing, six and a half for the transaction. So you don't pay a monthly store fee. Um, you pay kind of every time you sell something, and then they charge three percent for the credit card and twenty five cents a transaction. There you go. Uh, now, next, there's eBay, which um, I hate. It was the most confusing one. <laughs> I hate to it. look up how much it cost. This is this is why one of the several <laughs> reasons that I that I, I
0: dislike eBay. It's um, I've been using it off and on for since it was new because I'm old, right? Yeah. So since eBay was new. Um, I've looked at it, and I've, I've bought a couple things off of it, and I've looked at selling on it at least half a dozen times over the year. And just like you, my impression is always, at first, I can't figure this out. There are little transaction fees and listing fees and things like that in so many different places. It's a surprise every time I get a bill.
1: <laughs> well, if any uh, C-suite executives of eBay are listening, I'm a fan. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I don't want you to get banned from the platform
0: or anything, but if you are in the C-suite of eBay, maybe that you um, you can book a time on the CAS podcast to talk with Mark Vila about how great your <laughs> platform is.
1: <laughs> well, no, uh, but it, joking aside, um, we're here to talk about some facts on it, right? And yep. and it is a little bit confusing, but they designed it. They are the, I believe from what I understand, the purpose behind it is, is that they try to charge fees that are really relative for what is being sold. And not everything operates on the same type of fees or margin. Um, and therefore, they charge a little bit differently for those things. Yep. So um, I've seen like 3 to 15% as kind of a range. There's also some dollar amount ranges. So if you're selling a car on there, they're going to charge a different fee than if you're selling a t-shirt. And actually, I see why that makes sense. It does. It does make sense. So um, but from what I looked like, if you're selling like t-shirts or mugs and stuff like that, customized things like that, it looks like it's about a 12 to 14% range. Um, now that is. Um, theirs is all inclusive. There's no credit card fee, you know, there's no monthly fee, no monthly fee. You might pay eight percent for what you're selling, you might pay 15 percent, you know, depending what it is. Um, and uh, they know that theirs is a similar platform. People go to eBay because they're shopping for something, and then they search through all those and then they find the one that best fits them. And you can choose to advertise and do all the other, other types of stuff like you can on Etsy
0: right so in other words you can choose to feature your listing you can choose to have different uh, more photos and pay a little bit more it's a very it's a very common format that they invented Mm -hmm. basically basically that you'll find on auto trader you know you load up your own pictures you write your own descriptions you um upgrade your listing to be shown more
1: often same kind of thing yeah And, and um so we can see that depending on what you're selling if your eBay fee was going to be 8% um, and your Etsy fee might've been nine and a half percent. Right. Conversely, your eBay fee might be 12% and your Etsy fee might've been nine and a half percent. Or it Um, might
0: not, or it might not matter because your product just wouldn't sell well on eBay.
1: Yeah. Or Or on Etsy. Or the reverse. Yes. And, and the other is, um, uh, depending on what you're selling and how many you plan to sell, the little percentage differences might not be, make that big of a difference. So you go with the platform that is going to work better for you.
0: Yeah. Another way to look at it is, is you know, you can think about it of where, where are your customers? Because I would say that mm-hmm. eBay, out of all of these, eBay is the most equivalent to Etsy.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. There's already a customer experience in place. And if you go to the Etsy store, if you go to Etsy's main site, and you look at it, and those are your customers. Or you go to the eBay store and look at it and just think to yourself, those are obviously my customers. Then you're halfway towards making that decision, right? And which one of those is best for you?
1: Yeah, and and what's great about both of those platforms is that people are already going there. And yep. if you just have to sell something and be found there, which is nice. And it's a lot easier if you're selling um, you know, custom gift baskets to be found if somebody goes to eBay or, or Etsy than it is if somebody just goes to Google and searches for custom gift baskets.
0: Correct. Because even though the, I mean, just think about that for a moment, because that's a great point. There might be a thousand people selling custom gift baskets on Etsy and 1200 people selling those on eBay. But there's one hundred and fifty thousand of them selling
1: them on Google, yeah, or just selling them just on the internet. Period.
0: On the internet, so you know, you're
1: you're um, you you're definitely competing in a different pond. Yeah. So so now that we've got these, and then there's a ton of other platforms out there and we don't want to, you know, not give any of them, you know, credit to chat about, but there's limited time here on the podcast and we already, you know, we already take a good amount of your time. And I think that all of these are just popular platforms they are all talking about, and you can see really the cost difference between them. Um, and, uh, so now it's about getting the business right now. We already talked about the folks who they're making the decision to switch platforms because they already are getting the business through right. social media, through ads, through whatever they're doing. So how do you get the business if you are if you um, want to move platforms and you're not doing any of that? So you right. might sell 10 gift baskets a month off of Etsy for 50 bucks a piece. And you're one of those people that's in that $500 range that I talked mm-hmm. about off that website. I did find another website that said successful stores sell their 40,000 a month. I bet they do. So, So I don't know what how they determined what a successful store is. I, I think they um, determined it find... by
0: the fact that they sell $40,000. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I did find uh, numerous other stores that said somewhere around an average was 500 or something like that. And, okay. and that seems to make sense, right? Uh, a lot of people are not going to be successful at all. A handful of people are going to be overwhelmingly successful. And a bunch of people are going to live kind of uh, in this middle ground range. Um, so if, uh, if you want to get if you want to build a website and they get found on Google a found on um, get found and people get buy found. your stuff how are you gonna do how are you gonna do that right
0: and um, we've done a bunch of podcasts on that okay <laughs> so, so so you're either gonna do it by um, through paid advertising um, on online paid advertising through Google or Bing or facebook or um, or some or Instagram or something like that and that's probably the most likely place for you to get someone's attention in the short term Mm -hmm. is by writing one of those platforms, a check and seeing if you can't get somebody interested in your products and go to your online store instead of your Etsy store.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, you can, if you're new to all of this and trying to figure out what to do, um, hopefully you've learned a lot today and uh, but you can, there's, you should go through and there's other podcasts to listen to from us. Um, here at custom mm-hmm. apparel startups, or we've got how to get found on Google about social, you know, social media, building niche markets, you know, different ways to advertise, and um, and those are huge conversations in and of themselves. That's why they're their own episodes. But sure. you can uh, you can get a product and be a small business and decide that you want to sell a certain type of of mug or hat or gift basket and advertise on through Google search or Bing search or social media. Um, You you can uh, advertise through influencers, become an influencer yourself, you know, go yep. viral. You know, there's a lot of different ways people sell and make money, um, get referral business. A ton, most people are doing it that way. Yep. Um, and if you're going to do any of those things, then, um, you know, you're, you're best to send it to your own store. Yeah, I, I gonna agree. Because it's going to be a lot less. It'll cost you a lot less. It'll give you a lot more control. Um, and then there's a whole nother conversation about, what marketing control you have when somebody is in your own store right
0: i i will like i would like to bring up this um and some of our customers i know do this is you know you really don't have to decide between the two options you don't have to cut 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 the strings with etsy completely if you want to start another online presence if you are starting to do the hustle yourself you can create a store on Wix or eBay or Big Commerce or anything like that, and then you can send all of your um, earned business, earned uh, customers over to your platform, and then just let, let Etsy um, introduce you to new customers. You can sell some things on there, and then um, I think you had told a story about how you found something on Etsy and then ended up purchasing on a company website.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, some... Uh, gardening, farming, hobby stuff I'm into, um, and uh, I was legal, looking, legal. <laughs> I was looking for so just some certain some uh some certain things for that, and um, and when it was when I was within there, I was looking for kind of basically soil nutrients and stuff like that for some products yeah. like that, and I was looking for kind of pre mixed fertilizer type of stuff that was designed, you know, just specific stuff, and I found um some stuff on Etsy and then it ended up, then I found separately um, some information on, uh, on Reddit, I think it was. And I was just kind of reading all around, learning some stuff. And then I found, and then one of the person on, on Reddit had their own online store, which was the same product that I'd seen on Etsy. On Etsy. So they had both. And what they were doing was the hustling that they were doing on Reddit by, by being in forums, commenting, answering questions, recommending their products they were sending to their e-commerce store which was like a simple shopify store or something like that um and then they also knew that other people were going to etsy to search for their product and they had a store set up on there and the products were like a couple bucks bucks more on etsy right because they're because they're paying for the fees because they're paying for the fees but people are buying it on etsy yeah right at the at, at at the the fee. So I kind of I, I remember you know e- emailed um, and kind of just asked about it. I said, oh, I do marketing. I'm curious, and uh, and that's pretty much what they said. They said, yeah, I get yeah. some business off Etsy. Um, it's done well for me, um, but I I'm trying to to work a little bit more, and that's why I'm on you know Facebook and Instagram and Reddit and things like that um, is because I'm trying to grow like my own store too. Yeah, um, so I, it's very inspirational to see that you can you guys absolutely can do both. And yeah. be successful and running both. And you decide which, which one wins, which one's better, what direction you want to go.
0: And I don't know what the, um, what the service agreement looks like with Etsy, but I do know that um, a common tactic is if someone buys your customized product on Etsy, when you do the delivery, you can put in a flyer of whatever you want, including links to your website, you know, links to your Shopify store, your eBay store, et cetera, someplace else that you would rather they go and buy next time. Yeah. So in uh, so in that case, you're kind of using Etsy as a marketing platform, just like you would pay per click for a social
1: ad. You know, you're kind of paying Etsy to be your social ad. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I have no clue what the rules are for that, but I know that I've seen at minimum uh, a card come in with a product with a social media platform like right. Instagram accounts and stuff. So uh, right. I uh, uh, that is interesting, but definitely you know understand the rules for operating on there and they've got a whole page of rules you can find I bet they do I, they do. <laughs> um, I did see that today so uh, I think that covers it all so yeah. um, in the end should you leave Etsy or move your store depends yeah maybe good answer it what's depends. great about what's great about it is uh, since it's your business you get to pick yeah and you decide what's right for you and um, you know I just think that that's awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just in of itself. Yeah. And if you're a uh, if you're an Etsy seller now, and you've got a big Etsy seller community that you talk to, hey, why don't you um why don't you share this podcast and let them uh, kind of decide for themselves? Give them some tools to help make the decision whether or not they want to want to leave for another another platform or whether they do the math themselves and realize that. Etsy is still a smoking deal for their business, or if they want to try the hybrid approach and just start experimenting with uh, with the home of their own while they still uh, while they still rent their space from
1: Etsy. Great. Well, okay. uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and you aren't familiar with Coldessi or, or Coleman and company, that's kind of the, uh, sponsor of this podcast per se. Um, so you could visit Coldessi.com and, uh, see all types of personalization equipment, like embroidery machines and, uh, t-shirt printers. And, uh, basically if you want to print on something, we sell a machine that does it. Um, so check it out. Uh, you can live chat with folks there. Um, if you're running a store and you're still operating off of a Cricut or a home hobby embroidery machine, um, we've got a lot of transitional stuff that is the next step for a ton of folks out there who are being successful. So check it out.
0: Great way to put it. All right, this has been Mark Stevenson. And Mark Vila. You guys have a great business. Etsy or not? Okay. <laughs> woo